a big hello to everyone who's joining us live and a fond howdy-ho. That's what the script says. Uh, to those listening to us on the streaming platform of your choice, welcome to Documentation Not Included. I am both Chris and Joe No, No, sorry, I'm Dan. My bad. Um, welcome to Documentation Not Included, episode 81. I'm Dan Howarth, and I'm in charge today. I have decided that I'm going to take over the stream, and I'm going to put your usual co-hosts in the hot seat. I have 19 questions, shamelessly stolen from various places, and I'm going to ask quickfire questions and find out more about your usual co-hosts. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Um, better. better uh, impressed. Impressed that you can have a job. You can you can you can intro, introduce us every week. <laughs> I I now feel put out. It, what are my intros not worthy? Do I need to bring back the icebreakers? Didn't say that. Didn't say that. I said he can have a job, and that could be for any number of reasons. But I'm I'm fantastic, Dan. I'm I'm in a very good mood, uh, as explained previous to the uh, to the start of this. I've, I've had some good news, so I'm in a, in a good mood today. Good. Excellent. And Josie, how are you? I'm here. You know, actually, let me let me let me rephrase that. Not only am I here, but I am in my fuck the world comfy PJs day kind of thing. I decided today it is Monday. It is 100% PJ day. And of course, to make things even better, I literally have my best friend visiting for a week. So he's sitting on the couch watching. Oh, so there's more people in the Howard household today. There is. There is more people, in fact. Uh, in fact, you, you would know them from chat. Faradel. Oh, okay. So he's already said something. Hello, Faradel, and hello in real life. Yep, we've got him visiting for a few days. Um, speaking of Twitch chat, hello to everyone in the chat. Please get involved, ask questions. I haven't done this in a very long time, so um, I'm going to let these two read the questions and interject when they need to. So... Should we get straight to it? Got your, who, your wants, who wants to go first? Ladies first or beards first? I mean, <laughs> bearded ladies first, of course. Now, figure out who that is. We don't have any dwarves here. I no. don't have, like, you, you know that Anaria Tultepe sent me that beard. That beard is in storage right now due to the fact that we're moving. Well, yeah, almost everything's in storage at this point. Um, You're in charge, Dan. You're the one who... You can't uh, ask us questions unless it's the part of the quiz, you see. Eeny, meeny, miny, Josie. There we go. All right. What's your first question? Do your damage. So, Josie, are you ready to be grilled by Gwyns? Oh, my God. Everyone, my husband, go on, hit me with it. Okay. What is your best sandwich? Yo, like that I make for myself or that I would like kill to eat again? Just the best sandwich. No qualifiers. Okay. When I lived in Pennsylvania, I worked in a place called Norristown, which is just a a city, etc. 
and I was working for a company that was selling CCTV for business owners and things like that. And in across the street from the office that I worked in, there was a place that made all kinds of lunch sandwiches and, you know, your typical meals and things like that. But the office that I was in, there were three of us and we went there to eat lunch all of the time. And we had these really weird ideas for combining sandwiches and they actually created a sandwich for us. I have not had it. I still dream about it and I will never, ever, ever be able to eat it again. That place doesn't exist anymore and I don't live in America anymore. But the sandwich is on a massive hoagie roll. Hoagie roll is an important part of this statement here. Can we express what a hoagie roll is? Because I actually, I know that a hoagie is a sandwich, but I don't really know what that means. Well, okay. So you know how you get the breads from Subway and they're sort of like a soft kind of squishy bread? It's a bit like that, but different. Like I cannot put into words it other than it is a nice long roll. Um, It is very soft and it toasts incredibly well. And it's, it's sort of like. Is it bigger? Is it wider? It is indeed bigger and wider. Subway stuff is like uh, like a quarter of the size of like a hoagie type of thing. A normal hoagie is a cold sandwich. Um, and it's, you know, lunch and meats mixed in with a whole bunch of stuff. It, that's your typical kind of hoagie. However, a hoagie sandwich bread thing that I, that was created for our our office, it was that drenched with provolone cheese that got melted chicken cheese steaks which is a very specific way it's like a a, a cheesesteak which is made with actual steak etc which uh, philadelphia is known for is the philadelphia cheesesteak but it's a chicken cheesesteak with the provolone with the grilled onions with the grilled peppers a very unique hot sauce and ranch dressing toasted with even more cheese on top of it then like so much lettuce put into it the thing just goes it's just it's amazing and ah i will never ever have that flavor in my gob again and it haunts me it haunts me so much my husband has actually been trying to figure out ways to do it because getting provolone here easy which is an absolute core component flavor wise for this getting a good solid ranch dressing pain in the rear end in this country because eh, weird and trying to nail down the chicken cheesesteak side of thing is not easy but we've been trying our absolute best to make it happen i love my husband for it but he'll never be able to make that specific sandwich and that thing i dream about but he'll be able to make a better one because he's your husband. Surely. This country prevents that. Okay. It's <laughs> quite a political It's not his fault. Answer. It's not his fault that this... The, the, the thing is, you have different regulations for food, cheeses, beef, and other things like that. It's completely different between countries. So mm. the flavor is different. The profile is different. It's just... Oh man, that's the sandwich I had when I quit that job. That was my like my my final sandwich. Oh, man, 
are, is the, are the questions for both of us done? Like the same question for both of us? I'm going to do the questions for Josie first ah. and then for you. Okay. And it's a, it's a good comparison point. We can, yeah, digress at the end because I believe you guys quite like digressing. Try not to, to to them. No, we don't. We're always on point. So, next question. We're going to try and make this a bit more quick fire set off the top of your head. (laughs) Josie, what's your favorite word? Anti-disestablishmentarianism, because the other one would get us knocked off a twitch. Because... Bluntly speaking, my favorite word in the entire English language, period, is a curse word that starts with a C and ends with a T. And unfortunately, it's just one of those words that people have a problem with, which saddens me because I use it as a term of endearment for people. We're allowed to say that word on this stream. No, maybe not on Twitch, but we are allowed to say see you next Tuesday, which I'm assuming is what you were. Or... (laughs) <laughs> what you were talking my about. mom tried so hard to teach me not to curse so she told me to use cal uses neckties not a very common so. name in in england but okay <laughs> okay uh what's the one thing you own that you should really throw out Oh, this is going to sound so so horrible and so 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 weird but honestly, clothing. I I would be happy if clothing just did not exist. I'm I'm with you there. I I honestly think clothing is one of the worst things created. I just I can't stand clothing. <laughs> so yes, that. Uh, what is the scariest animal? Orcas. <laughs> okay, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm trying not to get involved too much because it's you know if you're going to ask yeah. me afterwards, then it, it, it's okay. We, we, we can discuss and compare when when Chris gives us his answer. Uh, Josie, apples or oranges? Apples every day of the week. Have you ever asked someone for their autograph? Yes, a couple of people. I've also been asked for my autograph. What? Sorry? I've been asked for my autograph. Well, we'll discuss it later. You want short answers? You're getting short answers. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What do you think happens when we die? That's an interesting one. That's controversial. Yeah, it is very controversial. Personally, I believe what you believe will happen to you will happen. So if you believe you're going to be go back to the stars, you go to the stars. You so if you believe in tonight. a heaven and a hell, oh no, that I, that is literally my belief. My belief is it is whatever you want it to be. Fair enough. But that does not excuse people from having morals. Just saying. Okay. Uh, what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? I'm already attempting it. So, uh, uh, writing, 
is one. Um, I think the other one would probably be um, stage. Going back to acting on stage. I, I miss... Um, uh, oh, my brain just had a hiccup. Um, I miss making it up as you go along. That I did... Yeah, what? My brain can't remember what it's called when people don't Improvise. use scripts, etc. Yeah, imp- I couldn't remember that word. I miss improvising. Uh, and uh, if we have time, I'll, I'll tell you a, a story about improvisation. Okay. Make a little note. Story. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? President of the United States. Oh, God, yeah. President of anything. Actually, well, no, I don't <laughs> mind being a president of some things because, like, technically speaking, I'm a president of my FC. You know, I'm a president of my company. Like, well, a director, but I'm fine with being a president. It's just I don't want to be in a position where I have to lie, steal, and cheat to get into it. And to me, that's all the presidency of the United States is. Okay. Uh, You have been given an elephant. You can't sell the elephant. You can't give away the elephant. What do you do with it? I know the answer to this because this is from my childhood. I put it into a tree and I paint its toenails red. And then I take pictures of it. That was a, that I wrote was a, a story joke. about that when I was a kid. No, that isn't the official I, I answer lit- to that question. That's a that's the punchline to a joke about a cherry. Well, cherry for tree. some for some people it is. It absolutely <laughs> is. But for me, I actually wrote a story when I was in I think it was third grade called anti disestablishmentarianism that had a character that used a magic wand to actually put an elephant into a tree, paint its toenails, and everyone lived happily ever after because that elephant could answer any question that anyone asked. I'm learning a lot about my wife tonight. Mm. Sweet. Um, Josie, your favorite action movie? Well, that is a really tough one. That is an absolutely tough one. Um, I think it's the one that I constantly keep going back to. And, of course, my brain can't remember. It's the one with the 80s um, where she basically beats <laughs> people up in a stairwell. No, 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 no. It, it's, it takes place during the Cold War. Uh, <sighs> Atomic Blonde. Yeah, Atomic Blonde. Okay. Favorite non-action movie? Amelie. And if you tell me my favorite cartoon, it's non-point. So, but yeah. Favorite smell? My husband when I give him a hug. Oh. <laughs> like, like, I, dude, my husband gets up early for work and I'm still lying in bed. His pillow is immediately in my arms and I'm like, oh, I can go back to sleep now. It's it's home. I'm scared about this next one. Least favorite <laughs> smell. My husband. Now, actually, no, to be fair, when you have been married, anything goes bodily wise, right? Like, farts are a big thing. And I will tell you, 
I love my husband, but sometimes I wonder what's crawled up inside him and died. And it always starts out with a, mm, sorry, waft, waft, waft. I'm like, why are you wafting it to me? But that's just marriage, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, still or sparkling? Still? And I will add one last thing to that last one. The smell of fire. You don't like the smell of fire. I lost a house to a fire. Right. And I am still, we're in the process of moving and we found one of the boxes that I'm still trying to get the, the smell of the smoke and everything out of. And I, it's, if you've never experienced a house fire, you can't understand that smell, but you never forget it. Never. Yep, you never do. Uh, what's the most used app on your phone? Kindle. Yeah, I already knew that one. Um, you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. One song. What song is it? One song for the rest of my life. I think it would probably end up being Spiegel and Spiegel. That's a good song. A um, couple more questions left for you, Josie, and then it's Chris's turn. Josie, what number am I thinking of? Thirteen. Sorry, you're wrong. Welcome well, just, to marriage. Just to, just to clarify, when you ask me that question, assuming it's the same question, because I still don't really know if that if that's going to be the case, will it be the same number that you were thinking of at that moment? Maybe. Okay. Great. <laughs> no qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> and Josie, your last question: Describe the rest of your life. In five words. Challenging. Frustrating. Tiny bit hopeful. That's five. Yep, yep. that's, that's five, five words. words. Awesome. Thank you, Josie. Yay. Well, that's given us food for thought has also given Chris a chance to think about his answers in advance. I can't do that though. That's a problem with me is I'm sat here thinking about them and one or two of them, I might have something prepared, but I'll just have to think. Yeah. <laughs> so go on then, Chris. Best sandwich. You see, mine can't be as elaborate as Josie's. I don't have a story around it. I just like salmon, cream cheese, cucumber. Yes. Someone disagrees. Um, <laughs> did you want some input there? I can't eat fish. So the idea of salmon on anything just makes me want to violently hurl. My my wife hates... Well, she doesn't hate fish. She wants to like fish, but she doesn't like the smell or taste of it. So I only get to eat fish like at lunchtime, really. I don't... I don't we don't eat it together. Or if we barbecue, sometimes I'll put something on there. But yeah. 
but yeah, anything. I like prawns as well, but I would say salmon and cucumber and cream cheese is probably my favourite. Yeah. bit salad. I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, what is your favourite word? Did you? Yeah, you did ask Josie that. Hoy. Sorry. This like spelling bee now. Context, please. Uh, do you, you know Chris Hoy, as in the cyclist, uh-huh. H-O-Y? I mean, I don't know how to spell it. It's a, it's a, it, it means to throw something, or if it's hoying yeah. it down, or yeah. hoy that over here, you know, that kind of thing. I've not heard that since it came to this side of the Pennines. Hmm. Hoying something. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> um, what is the one thing you own that you really should throw out? <sighs> really should throw out? mean there's a reason i pick clothing i mean it's that's a thing it's a good answer i mean you know i i should or i hope i wish i could throw throwing out but i wouldn't say that's something i should throw out and that's what i have to focus on here oh this is difficult because i've got so much stuff that i've acquired and so much stuff that i'm going to throw out or not rather going to i'm going to sell or give away but going to throw out i'm struggling Oh, oh, my last SCART cable. No, no, you must keep at least one. You never, ever, (laughs) ever, ever know if you are going to need that. I say that because I think we have one. (laughs) I had had several thousand SCART cables and most of them have gone now. But I kept one just for that purpose. But I haven't used it and it's been at least five or six years or longer. So get rid. Get rid, Chris. That's a pretty good answer. I like that one. I don't think we've got a Scott Cable. I'll have to check. Um, so, Chris, what is the scariest animal? Well, you know, I might, I was going to say honey badger because that is quite literally one of the scariest animals on the planet. Um, but the orca thing really fascinated me, and I'd like, I want to explore that later. I don't know why you said that. Um, but I can also understand that because anything in the sea. Well, I'm, I'm not answering the question. Sorry. The, the scariest animal to me is our female cat, Leela, when she's in a mood with me. The reason being is that it's scary to think that she doesn't trust me for those few moments that she's hissing at me for some unknown reason. Because I, I don't hit her. I don't abuse her. I don't even shout at her. But sometimes, very, very rarely, she's done it twice in my life, she hisses for no reason other than we might have sweared at her in cat or something. I don't know. (laughs) To be fair, my opinion is most cats are sociopaths anyway, so, yeah, (laughs) I I think it's justified. Um, Apples or oranges? Oranges, because apples do not agree with me, even remotely. If you think uh, Dan's uh, rear end smells are bad, when I touch anything to do with apples, it's the only time that I smell bad. Put it that way. <laughs> See, everyone's learning something today. This is why I did this. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> have you ever asked someone for their autograph? I, I feel like I have, but I feel like it was on behalf of somebody. I feel like it was on behalf. I have. I have. And it was on behalf of my wife. Um, it was. Matt Hardy. 
wrestler, uh, part of the Hardy Brothers. Um, he he was doing his. I don't know if you know anything about wrestling. I don't really follow it, but my wife did for a period. He was doing some character, and we went to see him at one of them talks that you know sometimes do like get to know the wrestler, and someone interviews them in a in a state and a stage. And yeah, we went up afterwards, and uh, she she didn't. She had a really old DVD of. Uh, of him in a really bad oh, zombie strippers, I think he was in. And, and, and she, t- I said, "Have you got anything?" And she said, "Oh, I've got this." He was in this, and, and she was really embarrassed to take it. But the, it was brilliant because when I handed it to him, or when she handed it to him, she was really nervous because she just didn't. And everyone was getting stuff signed, you know. It was just her being nervous. He handed it to. He brought character. Like for a moment, and you could he see the embarrassment on his face that somebody had this DVD of zombie strippers, and he was like, "Oh God, I didn't realise that that's, that still existed." <laughs> yes, so there you go, dear sir. This is the low point of your career. Um, so, what happens? What do you think happens when we die? For the record, I loved your answer, Josie. Um. I think nothing happens. I think we cease to exist. We cease to be. And just before we die, we hopefully get a moment of appreciation that we had a life. That's enough for me. The worm food theory. I don't care what happens to me afterwards. Absolutely. Gone. I'm totally gone. You know. It's not your problem anymore. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to try? Three words, all of them. I picked one. Come on. Do I have to pick one? Yeah. I mean, technically I, I picked I, two, but yes. See... It changes all the time. That's the thing. At the moment, I'm doing DIY. I'm really enjoying landscaping. I'd love to do, be a gardener for a living, but that isn't something I... I'd love to be a solicitor. I wanted to be a solicitor when I was a kid. I'd, I'd love to be a... I'd love to be better at graphic design, you know? I'd love to be able to do that as a career and make money out of it. I, what one thing. I suppose if I, th- if I dig deep and I try and figure out what is the most... What would be the most interesting thing to me? It is something like, um, what are the what's what's Bear Grylls? He's like the master scout, isn't he? he you know, he. Yeah. I can't remember the name. He's got a term, but anyway, he, what he does for a living, without the TV, you know, someone who is in in charge of the scouts or in charge of something to do with the outside, <laughs> a group of people teaching people how to survive, that kind of thing. That's what I'd like to do. And which profession would you definitely not like to do? Ooh. Yeah, I didn't think of any of these when you were asking the questions. Um, I wouldn't like to be a chimney sweep. For health reasons. Yeah. That's... I'd not thought of that one. That's a good one. Or, or you know, a coal miner, something that... that messes your lungs up or gives you COPD or that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. (laughs) So now it's your turn. You've been gifted an elephant. You can't sell the elephant. You can't give away the elephant. What do you do with it? I would rent the elephant to people for 
whatever purposes, humane purposes, they needed it for. Making money off the elephant. I like that. I've got an elephant that's costing me an absolute fortune to keep. Did you? What were the, what were the two things I couldn't do? Sell it and... You can't sell it or give it away. Give it away. So I've got a zoo around the corner, you see. I was thinking they might, they might appreciate another elephant. But no. You could rent it to them. You could rent yeah. it to the zoo. That's what the zoos. That's what zoos do, don't they? They hire. Um, yeah, maybe I don't. I, think, I don't think I'd like to rent it to a zoo, though. I'd definitely ride it. But yeah, I'd rent it. I'd rent it to people <laughs> for things. <laughs> so you wouldn't take it to the pub. No, no. I mean, there's there's a lot of pubs in Blackpool, and there are a lot of. Uh, a lot the the very spacious but not quite spacious enough for an elephant. Unless it's a pygmy elephant. Yeah. And if it's a normal size elephant, it could be an expensive tab. Hmm. Absolutely. But actually, no, you could take it to the pub, couldn't you? Because you could stand it outside and it could the trunk could just go straight to the taps. The taps? It would go to the peanuts. <laughs> yeah, the peanuts. Oh my word, so many things to think about. We've been gifted an elephant. Um, your favourite action movie? Uh, without a doubt, Commando. Schwarzenegger. And your favourite non-action movie? I'm going to let you tell me if you think this is non-action, because it's got action in it, but it's not like a typical, you know, Arnie, Sly kind of movie. Um, it is Back to the Future. Sci-fi elements? movie. It passes. Okay, um, well, uh, without uh, a it doubt. It's a good change. Uh, your favourite smell? Again, I like Josie's here because, you know, my, my wife's been doing uh, quite a lot of stuff while I'm sat here working at the moment. You know, she's been, like, sanding the radiators and things like that. And when I give her a kiss, look, I, there's something about her when she's doing something smell never told her this by the way <laughs> something you know that that just kind of just general smell of her is lovely but i can't copy i can't copy josie so and i love fire i love the smell of fire but i also hate the smell of fire i love it when i'm having a fire if i can smell it in the distance but i hate it when it's on my clothes and you know i, I have to everything has to change you can't you can't not change but favorite smell I'm, I'm probably going to have to go with typical bloke and, and say, or typical uh, meat-eating bloke and say the smell of a steak. Something like that. I really, really like that. And, okay, so conversely, your least favourite smell. You see, when you said those two questions in the line, when you asked Josie, I thought of sewers but sewers when i smell a sewer it make this is weird it makes me hungry when i smell a sewer a raw, raw sewage it makes me hungry and i don't know why i don't like the smell but i don't hate obviously don't hate it you know um least favorite smell again that's another difficult one because there's so many um i, I to avoid dead air, I'm going to have to say sewage, aren't I? Because I can't think of anything right now. See, I thought you were going to go for cat pee. Fine with that. 
fine with it. I don't like how a cat's poo smell, though. Yeah, it's meat, always evil. Meat poo. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to anyone eating their dinner. So, yeah. still or sparkling? Um, Still, unless by sparkling you mean tonic water in a gin. I would never drink sparkling water on its own. I don't mind... Uh, don't mind, like, fizzy pop, but I don't like, you know, like sparkling water or fizzy water in any way. Yeah, it's it's got a weird aftertaste, I think, because of the carbon dioxide. Yeah. It makes it taste a bit bitter. Um, the... Well, yeah, what's the most used app on your phone? It varies from week to week. Today... Because of the reasons that I told you um, before, very from day to day, before is my banking application today for, for reasons that you guys know. Um, but yesterday it was WhatsApp, and that's only a recent thing because I've only just started using WhatsApp. Some days it's Facebook, but my I think it goes without a doubt. Um, it's going to be my Authenticator app, Google Authenticator these days. Because yeah. everything is two-factor authentication, and while I'm sat on my computer, I'm constantly logging in and out of things. At the moment, I'm writing some um, single sign-on stuff, so I have to sign in and out of my accounts, and every time I have to use my multi-factor authentication, and I do it several thousand times a day at the moment. <laughs> yep, I know the feeling. Um, you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? So, I think this one's quite easy for me, but it may not be predictable. I've got two songs that came to my mind. I want to tell you them both, but I'm going to choose one of them. Uh, the first one that came to my mind was Sleeping Giant by Mastodon, because it's just a wonderful, progressive, heavy, metal kind of... It's just a, it's it's just per, my perfect type of song, and I love it. And every time I listen to it, my hair stands on end. But the same applies to quite a lot of music. You know, I, I do... I get that. I'm one of them that gets that kind of... Just thinking about it right now, I've just got, like, chills down. It's weird. It's odd. Um, but the one that I would probably listen to for the rest of my life is uh, Space Oddity by Bowie. Because it's just, again, another progressive, wonderful, wonderfully written song. It's a brilliant soundscape, period. Yes. And I think part... You see, I love that question because there are songs with movements in them with different sections to them and different parts to them. And it can be quite telling if someone goes for your two and a half minute pop hit that they like right now, or if they go for something a bit more varied, a bit more different, something that changes through the course of the track. I love that question. I mean, if, if you'd have asked album, it would have been a completely different answer. It would have been oh, something yeah. like, Celestial oh, by Isis, yeah. which is a, it's like not Isis, the uh, terror group, <laughs> Isis, the band. Um, but that, I like progressive songs, but I like pop songs as well. I like catchy tunes. I like, I like classical music. I, I like almost every genre. And I mean, at the moment, today I've been listening to trance, um, hard house music, tra trance and hard house, because it keeps me going when I'm coding, you know? I listen to classical music a lot, like, you know, Beethoven, Mozart, you know, Bach, that kind of thing, because that keeps me going as well, and it's just nice to have it in the background. But it just, those song, those two songs are just, are up there with, for me. 
definitely. I love the fact you can stream stuff. It's just there. It's on hand. It's amazing. Um, uh, So, what number am I thinking of? Josie said 13, didn't she? So I'm going to say 13. Wow. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. It's not 13. And your last question. Describe the rest of your life in five words. Um, I had these words when Josie was uh, talking, but I've forgotten them all now. The rest of my life. Okay. I aspire to be. That's the precursor. They aren't the, the words. Comfortable. Happy. Stress-free. We all know that isn't the case, but I want to be. Um... Healthy. I want to be those things. Doesn't mean I will be. That's your questions. So I think there were two things we wanted to go back to. Um, One of them was Josie's scariest animal, the orca. Yeah. So, how much do you know about orcas? I know they're massive. Well, no, they're not, are they? they? Don't they swim in shoals, orcas? Or am I mixing that up? Orcas are killer whales. So, they're, they're solo, they're solitary then in that case? No. Okay, they do swim no, in shoals then. They're not, that, they're not as big as you would think, though, are they? They're, they're, pretty they're big, pods, they're not. by the way. They're, 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 they're pods. So orcas are an apex predator. Um, they go after whales. They go after sharks. They hunt in pods and packs. They are terrifyingly intelligent. They play with their food. They enjoy harming things. But they are... I think one of the big reasons why I have a fear of them is because I have such a deep respect. They are absolutely terrifying. You leave them alone, don't mess with them, you know, just like with any other animal, it's all good. But orcas in a pod, they're matriarchal, interestingly enough. Um, But the way that they hunt is... We talk about how octopi have brains, right? And they're really intelligent creatures. Orcas are up there. They're absolutely up there. I am so gosh darn glad they are in the bloody water. Because if they were walking around on land, I'd be like, hit me with a brick and bury me. I ain't involved with that. Those guys are insanely terrifying. I have so much respect for them. I absolutely love them. But they are to me the most terrifying animal on this planet. Are they known to attack humans? Well, that's like saying, uh, do any creature attack anything that happens to be in a territory? Like, do they, like, purposely go out and hunt humans? Well, no. No, No, they do not. 
Um, oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> have to pipe in because chat. Uh, Tultepe says, Orca, I know they are freaking scary. I had an Orca pop out of the ocean one meter from my boat once, sticking two meters out of the water. It was the one from the Free Willy movies before it died. But yeah, not the, the Orcas are just terrifying creatures. And they are so smart. Oh, my God. They will literally play with the food that they chase. And then they'll pick one and they'll toss it back and forth to each other while it's still alive. They have no problems terrifying the ever-living crap out of whatever their prey is. They just, it's just, oh, but they are such magnificent creatures. I love them, but they are terrifying. Do you not, that, that statement there, do you not think that every creature is magnificent though? Just in general, I mean, I'm talking everything from insects all the way up to, you know, these killer whales, the, the Elephants, giraffes, no. everything. No, no. I, I think for me, the, the the term magnificent means that there is um, some there's like an extra spark to them. There's I mean, like I can look at a butterfly and I can go, "That's beautiful," but when I look at, you know what it is? In today's day and age, we've completely destroyed the use of the word awesome because it gets applied to the mediocrity, which completely negates its actual meaning, which is awe-inspiring. That, to me, is what an orca is. It is an actual truth of awe-inspiring. But because that word has basically run the gamut of being screwed over by the populace, magnificent is the closest I can get to it. They so let are, me put a question to you. Tell, uh, tell me, Dan, if I'm jumping in and I shouldn't be talking here because you're in charge remember um Go right let, me, let me um put a, a scenario to you then let's say for example you spent a lot of time around orcas and you uh you know you 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 studied them and you 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 know you you saw them almost every day would they become less awesome to you no i don't See, think I, they would i i challenge that to me a cat is awesome. A cat is magnificent to me. But I, I mean, I love all animals. You know, I, I try well, and respect Both you and I are animals, animal so. people. Like, yeah. that's just the nature but of who I, we are. When, when I spend time with my cats or time with my, you know, if I have dogs, dogs, I just I can just look at them and, I, I, you know, I hold the paws and, and think, how did this get created? How did this become a thing? You know, I even humans are, are magnificent to me in a way. I, I've got a lot more problems with humans because they've got more, um, <laughs> I suppose, responsibility to, to, to act, mm. you know, responsibly. But I don't know, there's something... I, I'm not trying to take away from your, you know, mm -hmm, your mm -hmm. feeling of awesomeness, but to me, yes, when I see something that I don't see very often, like a tiger or a, an elephant when I go to the zoo and I see things or I go on a safari abroad or... Because I don't get to see things, let's be honest, unless I do things like that. And even when I see a capybara or a or a monkey, you know, something I haven't seen much of before, I can sit and look at them forever, for hours, because they're just amazing to me. But the same applies when I'm sat giving my cat a cuddle on the bed. You know, I can, I can sit and stare at him for hours and, and just appreciate the fact that he's a thing that exists. And I'm getting a bit deep now. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, I can I can see what you're saying there. The the thing, the only way that I can explain it, um, and I'm going to have to do metaphoric styles because emotions are not something that have very good definitions or anything else that goes with it. Um, I love all animals. I, I I have problems when I kill an animal. I have problems when I eat an animal, uh, but I still do it anyway because mm, I like meat and chicken and I miss my cheesesteaks as we have learned earlier. Well, not necessarily hypocrites. It's just, I, I suffer guilt complexes and I'm okay with the guilt complex that I suffer in relation to that. <laughs> like it's an acceptable risk I can take, but like, when I, I, I love me my capybaras, my God, I love me my cats, I love me my dogs, I love me my snakes. Like, I have certain animals that if I could just have them forever in my house, I would. However, they do not have the same emotional gravitas to me that the orca does. Now, remember from a, a couple of shows ago, I mentioned I wanted, when I was younger, to be a marine biologist. And I, 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 there's something about, and this is going to sound so weird. There's something about their eyes. There is something about the way that they work together. There is something about the way that they can reason, plan, plot. Like they, they literally do like full scale scheming. They are so smart. And there's just something about them that has a heavier, emotional weight to me that makes it feel just magnificent and i think in all honesty if i had gone into marine biology that would have been my study i would have been right there with them and i i i would swim with them i would study either their you know nursing grounds or their habitat or their migrations or what have you i don't think i could ever lose my awe of them just there's there's a weight to them that I cannot put into words. I think for me, a, a truly magnificent animal is something that has, as you said, that gravitas, the size and the exotic element to it as well. That, like, I mean, I I can't deny. I mean, you may not believe the same thing, but I can't deny the magnificence of a tiger or a lion. You know, something that's. They could, I mean, maybe it's the same thing because an orca could just destroy us in a second, whereas a tiger and a lion could, you know, could do the same if we let them. So can know? a snake. So can a bumblebee. So can a cat on stairs. In a different <laughs> way. We're, I'm talking about like a, an animal that could literally overpower us. A bee can't overpower us necessarily. I mean, maybe an ant that has a paralyzing or, or something that has something that paralyzes us. Still not the same. It's terrifying. You know, when you think about it, but it's still not the same magnificence that a, a really large animal that, that could overpower us has. Well, see, there's there's a lot of creatures in the sea. I mean, the sea is something we've discussed at length uh, on the show, but there are a lot of creatures in the sea that have uh, that sort of terrifying quality to them. Um, I mean, put yourself in front of, like, a humpback whale <laughs> you know, you can get smushed. It's, it's not simple. Yep. Like, they're just big. You just end their way. They're lumbering elephants of the sea. Like, get near a um, Japanese man of war and you can just kiss everything goodbye because that pain is 
unreal and pretty much deadly. You know, all of those creatures, we've discussed how crazy the ocean is. It is literally the last frontier on our planet, right? Like, properly. But I'll tell you something. Those orcas... I, I don't know. In a weird way, I guess like it's it's that intelligence. Like I have great respect for octopi, but they're not going to be like coming at me. Like no yo. But yeah, if I found myself floating in the ocean and I saw a fin and I happened to notice it's a particular shape and it was an orca, I'd just be like, "Okay, yo." Maker and I, we need to talk. <laughs> well, if it's any consolation, if I ever come across a poodle, I, I change completely flip. Like, I love dogs, but because I got bit like by a poodle when I was a kid, I just have that instant. My, my wife laughs at me because every time we walk past a poodle, whether it's a miniature or a, or a big, you know, not a normal-sized poodle, which are huge, much bigger than I remember them, and they were pretty big when I was a kid, um, I, I, I just, I'm like, I get on the other side of her. I'm like, you know, you're going in front of me. No, sorry. Uh, you, I'm sacrificing you to the poodle gods. It's not, not interesting. Yeah, you see, I, I can appreciate that because when I was a little kid, we had a poodle. And by the time I grew up a bit, it had gotten old and blind and it was cranky and it was angry as everyone all of the time because it wasn't sure what was going on. And to me, I associate poodles with being angry little gits. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I can fully understand. So we've just had uh, Faradel, who sat behind you, um, has just said, I can agree with something like an individual ant, but an entire colony in its organisation I do find magnificent. So that was in response to, you know, saying that a, a small animal is maybe not magnificent, but a colony that is, that you know, is... self-organising, like a big agile team. You know, <laughs> you know what? I think towards. I have to agree with him on that. A single orca is beautiful. Like it's beautiful in its design, its purpose. But a pod, hmm. it, yeah. uh, it, and the way it, they can just can work together. The way they can work together to do what they need to do. Oh, sorry, they problem solve. It's crazy. They absolutely problem solve. And it's just like, ooh. <sighs> yo. Um, what were the other ones we want to talk about? Someone had a story about what profession other than your own would you like to attempt to think? Oh, my improvisation thing. But we already covered my thingy. We've covered the orcas. Was there one that Chris said that we wanted to come back to? Did you make a note of that? I remember. I know I couldn't quite think of a smell that I don't like, so I kind of copped out and yeah. said uh, sewage, but I don't dislike the smell of sewage. Uh, I don't think there was one that we hadn't covered. Um, okay. Well, if you want to go to that improv, I can. Yeah, go so, uh, in high school, so we are talking 13 plus, um, I got involved in a lot of different arts, um, to everything from band to chorus to acting to, 
one of my favorite things was actually shop class because I made a styrofoam boat and we had to get it to work and power itself with different paddles and designs and put it in the pool and see if it would sink, float or drive forward once the battery was connected. But that's beside the point. Um, but I got involved with an after school arts program. And that after school arts program is how I got through clown college. But they also had um, sort of teaching you how to improv, et cetera. Now, most people, when you think of improv, people are like, whose line is it? Mm -hmm. Or something along those lines. Our improv, vastly different. Um, it covered all wealth of emotions. And to this day, I still remember the one improv that I did with a couple of the other people. We were literally just given one single setting. It was just a day on the street. And we just had to, on the fly, come up with characters that were on the street. And I ended up playing a homeless teenager. And sitting there next to uh, someone who was playing an elderly homeless. And we were just having a conversation about our lives and the things that we had gone through that day and like the frustration that we were having with the world and everything else that goes with it. And the person who was playing the elderly person decided to die on the street. And in my mind, I can still see the trash bin that I was leaning against. I can still see the book bag that I had stolen. I can still see what I envisioned this person to look like lying on the ground and how dead their eyes were. And I remember sitting there shaking them going, wake up, wake up wake up, wake up. You can't leave me. Like I remember it so clearly. I miss improv. I used to do a bit of uh, amateur dramatics uh, with my, with my mum's amateur dramatics group when I was dead young. Um, I also did drama at, uh, you know, GCSE level. I got an A at drama. My teacher loved me because I was quite, it's all about confidence, isn't it? At that level, you you know, obviously that doesn't follow all the way through to acting. You know, you don't just need to have confidence. You need to have some skill as well. But um, I, uh, quite a lot of skill, in fact. And I um, I remember that my teacher absolutely loved me because I would, I'd be the first person to put my hand up and, you know, get up and do something or take a role and pretend to be some something that I wasn't. And I can totally appreciate that. I would, uh, I'd, I think, I'd, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did when I was younger now, but I think the prospect of coming up with things right there and then and trying to you know live a different life not because you know because you need catharsis in that respect or, or you're trying to live vicariously you know in any way it's more just it's more just the fun of it you know the the fun of of adopting something that is completely different to you and trying to figure that out it's almost like um when my wife and I walk home from town uh, on a Friday night, we, we go out for a date and we, we walk home from town. It's a couple of miles. Um, every time we pass somebody on the street, you know, not every time, sometimes we, we comment on some on people. And I said to her a few weeks ago, I said, do you ever try and put yourself in other people's shoes? Do you ever think about that person is walking 
fast from a particular place and they've got a bag over the shoulder that you've got to look like they've they've been running from something maybe or do you ever try and think about what their life is like how what it's like inside their head and i think improv is maybe a little bit like that but she she can't do that at all she just cannot put herself in other people's shoes whereas i like to think i can in a way not saying i'm perfect well, on it uh <clears throat> Mr. Seabock, have you heard about our Lord and Savior tabletop RPGing? I, well, I have, but I've never done it because it's just never presented itself to me. And that's the problem. See, I still get to do that kind of improv at a tabletop. You get uh, your scene, you get your setting, you get your sort of rules, but you get to problem solve, challenge, and go. Uh, like one of my favorite phrases on the tabletop is when I break character for a moment and I go, why? Because my character has decided this is the way a situation should be handled. And I'm sitting there going, you're going to get killed. What is wrong with you? But my character, it makes perfect sense why they would make the choice they were making. It makes perfect sense why they make the decision that they have made. And I think I challenge the concept of uh, it not being cathartic. Because I think one of the most difficult things for us as human beings to do is to get out of our head for a moment. We literally live our own lives. We are in our brain 24-7, 365. You fit. You just got your brain and that's it. And taking that moment in a tabletop RPG perspective or even in a game where you are getting that story told to you and you're driving through some kind of path that the storytellers are trying to tell you or what have you, those brief moments take you out of here and let you find something somewhere else a new perspective, a, a challenging way, a new laugh, a new joke, a new way of enjoying something that you have seen before. Because if you want to get down to it, all stories are the same. All of them have been told. The only difference is we're coming at them from either a different point in our life or someone's using different words to paint it a different color or using a different texture or medium or what have you. There is really nothing new. There's no but we there's, as humans you, were drawn to stories. When you think so. about it, like nothing, there's no individual thought really. When you think, when you get really deep and you really start thinking about it, we're all really one big hive mind that that we all do the same things all the time. We are creatures of habit. You know, we don't really. We all think we're individuals. We all think that we, you know, we're the most important things, and that most people do anyway you know generally unless you become extremely hyper self-aware um but you the, the as you said every every bit of music has already been written it's just been arranged in a slightly different way to make it sound appealing to different types of people you know it's not i'm not talking about mm. a re a rewrite you know or a, a cover of something i'm talking about like a, a piece of jazz music is probably a piece of classical music like backwards i don't know you know it's daft example but but. you only have so many modals you only have so many scales you only like we have just so much available to us but i will also say if you ever want to get deep we should have an incredibly in-depth discussion of whether or not we actually have free will or if we exist or if we actually think and can make conscious decisions 
Mm, I'm up for that. I love that kind of stuff. I love that too. I usually need a few beers in me before I start doing that, but I'm more than happy to have a, an episode where we, we talk about. We should totally have a drunk stream someday, but we need. We would literally need a moderator present to be able to go. That's enough. You can shut up now. Let me mute your ass. <laughs> moderation need to be so. Think, yes, yes, they do. I think that's the do. definition of moderating drunk people is you have to be <laughs> designated moderator. Oh yeah. my god! But yes, so. so was there was there anything else that we? Did, did, well, let's throw it out to the audience. Does the audience have anything they want us to go into more detail about? Is there anything you'd like to ask us? Any questions you want to throw in? Uh, any, I don't know, side of things? Um, like, can I, yeah. can we, can we go back while the audience come up with something? Mm-hmm. Can we go back to the smell thing? Cause <laughs> I, I just want to, there's so many questions that Dan asked and this is, Again, interesting to me, probably been thought about a million times before and said a million times before, but smells are so subjective. And it's not just subjective between humans, between you and me, Josie, or, or me and you, Dan. Um, it's subjective based on the situation that we're in. Case in point, I have um, already talked about this in a little bit, so I'm not going to go into any a great amount of detail, but I have a um, an issue with a, a neighbour at the moment I really do not have any problems uh, with. Uh, I'm not sure if we can talk about drugs on on Twitch. In what context? Could, can you give me any f- help there, Josie? Are we allowed to? Uh, we don't condone it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's not condoning it. No, no. Like, I, I, the, the thing is, it's so hard to say because it depends on what country you're in. Well, I tell you what, you, you stop me if you think we're going to get in trouble, um, and I'll, okay. I'll continue as, as we go. So the context of this is I do not mind. In fact, I quite actively like the smell of marijuana, for example. Right? I, like, I, I enjoy the smell of it. It's nice. right? But in the context of somebody smoking marijuana on my land, and I can smell it, it's not that I don't like the smell. It's that it reminds me of something that's happening that I don't like, if that makes sense. So, I mean, that's just one oh, example yeah. of, of something that is subjective in, in the smell. The sewerage thing. If I'm not, if I'm weirdly, sometimes in some context, I smell sewerage and I get hungry. Other times I smell sewerage and I'm like, oh, Salty. Uh, you know, it's disgusting, you know. The same goes for fish. Sometimes fish might make me hungry and I want to eat some fish, but other times I'll it'll just make me completely bork, you know? Is it, do you get that? Is that is that just me or it's gotta be it's gotta no, be common. I, no, I get you. I, I get you entirely. I mean I can smell, for example, gardenias and just be like, that's a great smell. Or I can have that smell hit me and all of a sudden I have to sit down, close my eyes and take a deep breath because I'm remembering standing on the rocky gravel driveway as my grandmom walks around with a gardenia to put in my hair. Like it it, it depends on where your mind is at that moment in time. I mean, we are not uh, fixed creatures. We aren't. And Smell is one of the ways that memories get set in our brain. So having a smell hit 
and having it attached with a particular emotion or event is very powerful. Well, you, very, you prove that powerful. with the, the, the house fire thing, you know, and, and I and I can't, not the same, because it doesn't have as, as mm. much, tra- well, any trauma attached to it, but I don't like the smell of fire on my clothes, but I love the smell of fire in general. You know, if I'm I having, it, it reminds love, me of my childhood. Yeah, I love campfires. <laughs> I think that's a better way for me to put it. I love campfires. Yeah, I, I think the smell of a wood fire is pleasant. I think a fire at the time of the fire usually smells nice. After the fact, it doesn't. Your clothes smell. It smells stale. It smells acrid. Um and yeah, it, it's. I think at the time it's a pleasant smell, but once it's changed after the fact, that's when it becomes less pleasant. Um, mm. I'd also like to point out Faradal asked a question. And he so says replace one word with it. All right, so what was that? If you could buy a single tech giant and change... Actually, he wants you to replace giant with company. Yeah, so if you could buy a single tech company and change the way they operate, which one would it be? You'll see first. I've been answering questions first all night. Okay. I'll, oh, I'll hell no. Oh, hell um, no. This I'm is on you. I'm just a gentleman. So I'm just being a gentleman. That's all it is. For once. Um, a single tech company and change the way they operate. I mean, that's quite... It's quite topical. You know, some people would jump to jump to things like Twitter and you know, like Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter and he wants to change the way they operate, you know, that kind of thing. I think, for me, I've got a big, I've got a big thing with, um, with the dystopian megacorp, you know, the cyberpunk megacorp type thing. And that's the way that the world is going, just in, not in the same, when we, when we read dystopian fiction, when we read, uh, you know, cyberpunk when we read judge dread you know those kind of things i know it's fiction but that's the end game of where we're heading if you know what i mean that's the that's the 200 300 years in the future of where we're heading because change doesn't just happen like that overnight change happens over a considerable period of time and the more freedoms that we get taken away from us and the more and the more policies that get in in enforced by government and the more the more um, the more power that corporations get by virtue of of everything that they do, you know the, the what's the word that they do lobbying and you know the 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 way that they they influence and the the, the bribes and no, maybe, even if it isn't bribes, maybe it's just actual contributions, you know, that are above board to political parties and that kind of thing. The more that that happens and the more that that is allowed, the more control we i know this isn't the answer to the question but this is where my mind goes when people ask these kind of questions because you're it, tangenting chris on dni se- stream <laughs> it seriously concerns me those kind of things more than what's happening right now more than the the fact that there may be one or two tyrants in the world that that the all eyes are focused on right now with the trumps and and at the moment elon musk's getting it in the neck for you know from left right and center for whatever reasons you know um I would buy them all and change them all and get rid of them all, if you know what I mean. The internet was a, 
the internet was a really good place. This is back in the day when this was all fields. You know, it was a really good place to be. It was really collaborative and it was really full of fantastic information and maybe not as much information as uh, is available now, which, you know, I appreciate. I appreciate that it's matured and, and everything, you know, we can find anything. If you have a thought, this is something else I said to my wife the other week, if you have a thought, somebody else has had it and documented it on the internet. That's why I believe, I honestly believe, I don't know if there's anything happening in the tech space for this, but I honestly believe one of the things that I wrote in my um, subnet uh, background, the, uh-huh. the game that I was developing and the novel that I was trying to write and, you know, we'll get onto that at some point in my life, as we all say. Um, one of the things that I wrote into that was the main thing was that there was a, a device that was, you know, kind of an implant that was attached to everybody, which is typical cyberpunk stuff, but an implant that was attached mm-hmm, to everybody mm-hmm. that essentially was an extension. It was essentially the, the future of the internet, and it was an extension to your brain, and people didn't think anymore. People just looked things up. They thought about searching, and they used the, the internet as their brain, and essentially the drones, you know, if they don't have a connection to the internet or whatever it's called in the future, then they, they aren't able to think because we've, we'd lost the capacity to do that as human beings in the future. And I know this is dystopian. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. This is just fiction, you know, right now. But I honestly believe that's the kind of way that we're heading. It's not that I believe that, you know, all these conspiracy theories happened. I believe that we're heading in these directions, if that makes sense. It's not, I'm not worried about oh, it. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be well after I'm dead. But at the same time, it's totally a direction it's heading, you know, and I can't... So, yeah, the answer the answer for me is I think they're all bad. They're all as bad as each other for different reasons. Yep. All of them. Yeah. So, Josie, <laughs> what do you think? When I've, I've caught everything um, in that. So. <laughs> yeah, you, you've caught a lot, but you kind of didn't hit mine, interestingly enough. You've got a okay. bit of it, but you haven't quite hit mine. Um. I would get my hands on and completely restructure level three. Now, for a lot of people, they are never, ever, ever going to run across level three. And yet every single person on this planet relies on level three. Level three is, yeah, they're the backbone providers for the internet. Um, they're the ones who are responsible for laying the great sea cables of fiber that allow us to have this conversation, regardless of the fact that if it pops through a, a U.S. server or, you know, passes through Germany or g- goes to Japan before sending the packets to each other. Like, level three is all over the place. And I absolutely love the fact that they are doing so. I, however, would actually want to be responsible for what they do allow to use it, who they allow to use it, and under what circumstances dark fibers would be turned back on or how they're actually doing everything to generate the power to be able to pull off these magnificent, another great use of it, feats of technology. And I would use that to control the internet as a whole. Mm. Mm. You would, you would, 
Yeah, you would you would become a dictator. I would. And what's interesting about it is your first thought is dictator. My first thought is liberator. But you can't liberate by controlling, surely. You can by preventing. That's we're, the thing is we're going to so tangent. It's not even funny, but I'm looking at our clock just so that mm-hmm. you know. So I don't. I'm looking at it as well. I just uh, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying this, but that's the problem. So shall we? Shall we call it a night? Uh, in fact, it's up to Dan. Dan should be interjecting here and telling. It is up for Dan. Dan is Dan is the leader here. Uh, yes, let's call tonight because I'm hungry more than anything. And my belly is saying we're at the end of the show. So uh, thank you guys for letting me do this. I have really enjoyed it. Uh, thanks to everyone in Twitch chat for joining in, asking us questions. questions. And what? I just want to take this moment and publicly slap Faradel for his statement of buying me GoDaddy for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate GoDaddy so much it's insane. But if I was level three, GoDaddy wouldn't exist. Just saying. That's dictatorship right there and then. That's you cannot if you, you, you can't liberate by saying no, you can't do anything. Duh. Oh really? <laughs> oh, if you want to start getting technical, then how do we liberate the animals? How do we liberate people by saying no? But again, philosophical we, discussion for another time. The it's just he brought, like, he brought up the GD word. That is not acceptable in this stream. We liberate animals by culling the human race. That's how you liberate animals. But let's not um, let's not. Um, this isn't a call to action, by the way, guys. So let's just back no. away a little bit. You know, don't get your lawyers involved. Revolutionary. <laughs> I think we need to have a drunk philosophy stream i'm down for it i mean i'm i'm not going to be any use i'm down i'm down for it i am down for it and i have no problem speaking my mind on stuff because boy do i have opinions but then again this is why chris and i do dni stream we've got opinions and we don't always agree quite often don't that's a good thing yeah right don't know it's your show well, thank you to everyone in Twitch chat for joining in. Thank you to everyone listening on the podcast in the future. You can visit our website at www.dnistream.live for links to all our social media channels, Discord, Dev Chat, and Podcast Discovery platforms. Oh, that's a mouthful. You can also use to contact us for any reason, our Twitter, and whatever else is on the screen for you. Uh, please do get in touch if you feel the need and don't forget to follow our twitch channel to know when we go live please subscribe it's great makes us happy uh we hope to see you all next week monday 6 p.m bst <laughs> what stop laughing at me at dni uh, twitch.tv slash dni stream all that's left is to say goodbye bye